0: Welcome to episode 100 of Metallicast, the Metallica podcast. I'm your host and fellow Metallica fan. My name is Brandon. Let me tell you, episode 100 has been a long time in the making. I'm not just saying because it's been 100 episodes in the making. I'm saying that because we have been through hellfire and brimstone to hell and back. And when I say we, I'm talking about me. And uh, the most frequent guest in the history of Metallicast, none other than Miss Kristen He, Welcome back.
1: Hello, 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 hello. We've endured 72 postponements to be here. We have, uh,
0: so we were supposed to record this back in September, if I recall, and then due to maybe beginning of October, (laughs) I'm not sure. It's been like a month in the making. We do, we've had scheduling conflicts, we've had illnesses. Um, and then Mm -hmm. tonight we finally made it work and we were supposed to start recording, um, almost 90 minutes ago, but thanks to me running late (laughs) and then my technical difficulties and then the, I, I deleted my own list and the the whole, the whole recording up to right now has been an absolute disaster, but I appreciate (laughs) your, uh, your patience and your cooperation in, uh, as always in, uh in dealing with the bs that only you would deal with I think. so
1: i was like do you mean my patience or listeners patience or who knows at this well, point well I, I
0: appreciate <laughs> your patience for this evening i appreciate the listeners patience for putting up with me for all these years and all these episodes it's, <laughs> i've actually done more than a hundred episodes if you count uh the little mini mm-hmm. series like in podcast for or what was it in summer for in podcast for all. Yeah, uh, I'm, t- I'm naming other Metallica podcasts so in <laughs> um, summer for all black summer. My friends of misery, the various mini episodes, but this is the 100th numbered episode. So I'm counting it as episode 100 and technically my friends of misery means you've done less. That's true because I was the episodes. guest host. Yeah, I was. I was not even on those episodes. That was my mm-hmm. paternity leave episodes. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, this being episode one hundred, I wanted to do something special, and uh, I figured um, if anybody's willing to do something really obnoxious with me, it's going to be Kristen. So I, I, uh <laughs> I, I, I messaged you a while back and said I was thinking about doing a, a top one hundred Metallica songs. To which you immediately said, yes, because you are gladdened for punishment just like myself. Um, And I spent... Uh, I spent a couple days compiling my list and going back and forth between certain things. And then, of course, I literally minutes before we start recording, I accidentally deleted my list, could not recover it, and uh, I just compiled it last minute. So if you do not like my list, I'm going to blame the fact that I put it together <laughs> last minute. Um, and And I've not said this in a while, but I am a podcast professional, so... There.
1: Absolutely. As I said, you know, if anyone could throw together a Metallica list <laughs> in 20 minutes, it's you. <laughs> yeah. uh, well,
0: I mean, I'm not even sure where to begin at this point. Um, I guess we could start at number 100. But first, I want to ask you, Kristen, how are you? It's been a while.
1: I'm pretty good. Yeah. I'm pretty good. My mind is feeling, feeling very clear, I have a strong sense of purpose. Good. I'm excited for this. Um, it has taught me some things that I didn't know about Metallica and my relationship to them. So yeah, I yeah, was been, yeah. I was surprised where
0: some of my songs fell um, on both my original mm. list and on my new list. Um, <laughs> there are some songs that I thought would rank higher for me, and some songs I thought would rank lower. And some of the songs from certain albums that I hold in high regard as an album, a lot of the songs were ranked a little bit lower than i expected and vice versa so it was interesting for me to put this together and you know i i kind of approached my list as um what are i as a combination of like what are my personal favorite metallica songs but also like what do i think are the gold standard from like a songwriting and composition standpoint like what are like the songs i'd be most likely to play somebody if for some strange reason they had never heard of Metallica. You know, what are the songs I would play them to make them uh, fans? And uh, you know, I, I there's songs that were definitely left off the list that definitely could have been on this list if I made it a third time tomorrow or I, I you know this list is always <laughs> oh this, this list is I feel like this list is always changing and always rotating, and you know I did not make this list to argue you know if um whether a song should be number ninety seven or sixty seven mm-hmm. I think the fact that they're included in the top one hundred is really like sufficient enough um but i I did really think about like all right. When I got like to the top fifty, I'm like, "Can I justify putting this in like the top fifty? Can I justify putting this in the top you know twenty? Is this a top ten song um, and so I kind of approached it that way.
1: Uh, how did you approach your list? um very much the same, so I guess we should say what criteria we used first,
0: yes, which definitely.
1: is um I guess we didn't really define it, but I think what it is is every song written by metallica yes. that's on an official release so right. no cover songs no cover songs. no no the new song no the other new song right but we do have no leaf clover minus human yes i disappear yeah um we did it again oh yeah we did it, we did it. spoiler yeah, alert, was, um,
0: both of our number ones
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, and not mechanics, it- is my number one. <laughs> <laughs> and we did include uh, Lulu songs on here
1: for the record. Just to make things more interesting. Yeah, yeah. You know, they yeah. are
0: Metallica compositions and, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, co-written obviously with Lou Reed. But uh, we thought it'd be interesting to include those. And uh, we'll see if any appear in our list. I have a feeling. Um, mm-hmm. I, my, my prediction, Kristen, is that your list... Is like the top 50 is all Lulu and St. Angel, <laughs> and it's gonna piss a lot of people off. That's my <laughs> prediction, and I'm here for it. We'll see what, uh, we'll see, we'll see what happens here. So, I'm, I did surprise myself in what direction you'll find out, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, god, she really but, did you really <laughs> is Brandenburg Gate your number one? What
1: what else? Truly what else? <laughs> um, well we did it again. I was gonna, obviously. Yeah. I was gonna say I approached this ranking like semi scientifically, right? So what I did was I listened to each album and I ranked each song within each album and then mm. I assembled them basically into tier lists. So I have like <sighs> S going all the way down to F. And there's only one song in F, thankfully, but um <laughs> Yeah, so I, I approached it with like all different kinds of criteria, like songwriting, emotional power, how strong is the idea. But ultimately, it was just like a gut feeling. You know, I right. didn't overintellectualize it too much. Yeah. I if feel- anything, yeah. I could have been more precise, but um, no, this is what I have in this moment, and I'm happy to stand by it. So I'm I happy. will
0: say this, just um, as a general observation about because I made two lists for this. Um, mm-hmm. I can tell you for a fact that. The, my first top 100 list, there were more 72 season songs on it than appeared on my second list. Hmm, um, interesting. Maybe that's just like my current state of mind. Maybe, you know, I went with the more, uh, in my rush here to compile my second 100, maybe I went with the more safe, comfortable options uh, some of the time, but I'm not sure. Well, we'll have mm-hmm. to. I'm interested to get your thoughts on my list, and I'm interested to get my thoughts on yours. I think uh, we can kind of just quickly. Go through our list up until maybe the top twenty. And then, you know, we can dwell on those a little bit more. Um Mm -hmm. so I mean I'm just gonna jump into it. Number one hundred, we did it again. Ninety nine, we did it again, ninety eight, we did it again, ninety (laughs) seven, we did it again. If you're noticing a pattern, I don't listen to any other metallic (laughs) songs. All one hundred is we did it again. Except for number except for number three. Yeah. The mechanics. And then number Woo! two, we did it again. Number one, we did it again. Um, I know we were going to spend wow. more time on <laughs> the top 20, but I figured, you know, <laughs> let's talk about we did it again. Um, you know. What
1: a song. <laughs> hey. What a song. It's actually on Spotify. I didn't know it was on Spotify. Oh, so yeah. now I have yeah, a complete yeah. list on Spotify. Yes. So. Lucky you. <laughs> yeah. Um, it has 300,000 plays. 300,000
0: plays. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's that's uh, that's I what's the just out of curiosity. Mm -hmm. What's the how many plays does the number one Megadeth song have on Spotify? All right. Let's let's compare Um, the number one Megadeth song. It's not a contest. Everybody, you know, uh, it's not a pissing contest here. But what's the number one Megadeth song and how does that compared to we did it
1: again? I'm gonna guess Symphony of Destruction and I'm gonna guess 40 million but actually no it's probably more than that it's probably way more than that oh no it's way more than that um Symphony of Destruction 277 million and then what was uh we did it again 300,000 yeah sounds about right <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's like you know as we all know Megadeth are like and what's the uh, number one 100,000 times uh, yeah, as we all know, Megadeth are a hundred thousand times better than Metallica. Oh, um, yeah. Ow. Top Metallica is *In a uh, one point two billion. Damn. Mhm. That's close to three hundred thousand. Hmm. That's mm-hmm. close to 300000 mm-hmm. hundred thousand. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Symphony of Destruction has more plays than *Fuel*. That's interesting. Fuel has. Maybe it's a longevity thing. You know. Who knows.
0: I mean they're both good yeah, songs. Anyway.
1: Both good songs.
0: Symphony anyway, of that's destruction. enough of a tangent. Um, Where is it? <laughs> there'll be plenty more, trust me. I know us. There'll be plenty more. Um mm-hmm. I'm gonna jump into my number one hundred. Um Are we doing bottom five though? Do you wanna do the bottom five now or after? Um I don't know. Depends what note you wanna end on, you know? Let's end with that. let because I feel like the, okay. that's going to be like. A, let's not end on a triumphant note <laughs> or a celebratory <laughs> note. It's only fitting if this podcast ends on a shitty note. So let's end okay, on let's up. end on some bullshit. <laughs> okay.
2: Um,
0: okay. So should we maybe let's do this? Um, yep. I will give my 100 through 90. You do your 100 through 90. Then we'll, we'll do 89 <laughs> through 80, so on so forth. My Netflix. number one hundred here is uh, the longest song to appear on one of these records. Junior, Dad. Ooh. Number ninety nine, and I'm already gonna. I'm already causing controversy in my top one hundred with these, t- even though these are my bottom two. <laughs> There's gonna be songs that are left off, right? So I'm already causing controversy. Mm-hmm. Ninety nine, Invisible Kid. Um, ninety eight. Um, I just, oh shit! I just realized my numbers are off. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, been
2: leaving uh, some yeah, blank yeah, spaces yeah,
0: there, yeah. like Taylor yeah, Swift. yeah, yeah. It's okay. I'm gonna fill in the blanks. This still counts as my, um, as my bottom ten. Okay. Um, But I'm just going to have to add like three songs into my list. That's fine. Um, All right. We have 98, Shoot Me Again. Um, 97, Pumpin' Blood. Uh, 96, Cheat On Me. Whoa, three Lulu songs. cracking the 100. Um, 95. And some people are going to get pissed about these next couple. Jump in the Fire.
2: Hmm.
0: 94. Off one of my favorite albums, Trapped Under Ice. 93 great documentary. Some kind of monster. Woo. Uh, 92. Shoot me again. 91. Phantom Lord and coming in at 90 off the first Metallica record I ever owned of Wolf
1: and Man. Alright, here we go. Um, so these are all considered B tier for me which is still pretty high honestly like there are even a good 12 songs under this that I'd still call B tier so speaks pretty highly so number 100 Trapped on the Ice 99 Sweet Amber 98 Room of Mirrors 97 cheat on Me 96 You Must Burn 95 Eye of the Beholder 94, Hardwired. 93, My Apocalypse. 92, The Struggle Within. 91, Don't Tread on Me. And are we giving number 90?
0: Yeah, you can give number 90.
1: Number 90, The End of the Line.
0: All right. So there was some overlap there. And I think, you know, uh, know, some of those songs uh, that you mentioned you're going to hear are, you know, they're, they're coming up. And uh mm-hmm. number 89 for me, Sleepwalk My Life Away. 88, Through the Never. 87, Don't Tread on Me. 86, The End of the Line. 85, Confusion. 84, now here, I'm going to cause some controversy here. The Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I have a so I will say this right.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If I was just looking at the S and M version of the, of the Call of Cthulhu, it would rank much much mm-hmm. higher. Um, eighty three, Eye of the Beholder. Eighty two, Metal Militia. Eighty one. Thorn within, and eighty. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which uh, ooh,
1: ooh, yeah. Very good. We do have some overlap, sure. Yeah. Here we go. Eighty nine. Now that we're dead. Eighty eight. Shadows follow. Eighty seven. Sleepwalk my life away. Eighty six. Dragon. Eighty five. Pumping blood. Both of which I thought would be higher but I couldn't right. justify placing them higher even yeah. though I bo- love both of the songs yeah um 84 this one might be controversial The Day That Never Comes okay song I really like but yeah. I find yeah, a little yeah. bit underwritten sometimes yeah you know? depending on the um, mood 83 Suicide and Redemption which is a lot of people's last place I've noticed 82 Of Wolf and Man 81 The Judas Kiss 80 The House That Jack Built hmm so, uh, funny you mentioned Suicide and Redemption as the
0: bottom because that is my bottom instrumental. It did not, really? it, it did not make my 100. Interesting. So, The Call of Cthulhu is, the, is uh, you know, I don't think is the worst instrumental by any means. It's, it's the fact that Suicide and Redemption did not
1: make the list for me.
0: Uh, Interesting. Yeah. I have a
1: fondness for that song for some reason.
0: You know what? Mm. I do too. Like, the whole middle section I really enjoy – but I think leading mm-hmm. up to the middle st- section is a little bit uh, stock compared to the other instrumentals to quote the great Lars. Allard. So mm-hmm. um, 79 hit the lights, 78, where the wild things are, 76, it's my world now, 75, Ooh, sweet Amber. 74, now that we're dead. 73, cyanide. 72, I disappear. 71, this one's going to be controversial. And, and I'm actually, if I had to redo this list right now, I probably would rank it higher. But I, I'm going to stand with it because it was, you know, what my gut was telling me to do at the time. Whiplash. Hmm. And 70,. Um a lot of people don't like the song,
1: but I've always held it in a very high regard. Ronnie. Mm. I think Ronnie didn't quite make my list, but I actually found it very underrated. Yeah. Yeah. That riff gets stuck in my head, like, and I don't know where it's from. It, it's a, such sometimes. a
0: unique song in their catalog. Like it's straight up like yeah. boogie southern rock, but still, you know, sounds undeniably like Metallica. I really dig it. Yeah. And it, the the vocal hook in it, um, and the chorus, I just think is like very catchy. So it's, it's an it's a
1: very underrated earworm. I think. Agree, agree. I think that's the main thing I got from this list is like a stronger appreciation for Load, specifically yeah as an album yeah. Mm. All right, here we go. Number seventy nine, I disappear. Seventy eight, the Unforgiven two. Seventy seven, Iced Honey. Seventy six. Devil's Dance, a.k.a. Sad But 2. 75, Shoot Me Again. 74, Screaming Suicide. 73, Through the Never. 72, Low Man's Lyric. 71, The Shortest Straw. 70, Anesthesia Pulling Teeth. Interesting, interesting. So I'm, I'm,
0: I'm appreciating as many differences there are. I think there's a lot of... Um, overlap and similarities in our list in terms of like the general ranking of some of these songs. Um, mm-hmm. 69. Atlas Rise. 67. Oh, six, I misnumbered again. All right. <laughs> All right. 69. Atlas Rise. 68. Which means I get to add a song, so this is somebody, a song's about to move up here. Sixty-eight. This is what <laughs> happens when you delete your list, and, you, and you're rushing. Sixty-eight. Here comes revenge. Sixty-seven. Huh. The day that never comes. Sixty-six. Frantic. Tick. 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 tock Sixty-five. Saint anger. Sixty-four. I've always been a big fan of the song, Man Unkind. A lot of people, like, hate that song, it seems. <laughs> like, it's the bottom of the list. I don't know. I just love the Black Sabbath feel and, like, the whole middle section. I don't know. I've always been a sucker for it. 63, Dream No More. 62, Broken Beaten Scarred. Mm-hmm. 61, Lux Turner. And coming in at number uh,
1: sixty, which is going to be controversial for a lot of people, "Seek and Destroy." Here's all right, here's the single most controversial thing on my list. Okay, "Seek and Destroy." It' not top one hundred for me. Okay, I and I and I
0: can and I and I respect that. You know, I think it, it's a classic,
1: but I can understand not putting it in the one hundred. I think I've never really warmed to the studio version specifically for whatever reason to me it has the I love the main riff the rest of the songs just like okay to me but um, live totally works love to hear it studio like we are going off studio versions and just based on that right. doesn't make it sorry <laughs> I, I, I get it I get it yeah but here are 10 songs that did make it 69 no remorse nice. 68. The Frayed Ends of Sanity. 67. Leper Messiah. 66. Atlas Rise. 65. Aid My Bitcha. <laughs> 64. If Darkness Had a Sun. 63. Little Dog. 62. My World. 61. That Was Just Your Life. 60. The Unforgiven Three. Interesting Alright I feel like you
0: haven't had a lot of ballads placed yet No, they're coming up though now actually They're they're going to start coming into it Um, uh, In fact, with number 59 No Man's Mm -hmm. Lyric 58 uh, My lowest ranking song off my favorite album "Leper Messiah Mm -hmm. 57 To Live Is To Die um, I found I, I found like the 50s and 40s the hardest to rank.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Like the songs that are middle of the pack are like really the songs that I think sometimes are, you know, really hit for me. And like sometimes I can kind of pass them by, you know, like the more middle of the road songs. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're either some these are the songs that some days are some of these are not even going to make my top 100 some days. Mm-hmm. And then some of them are going to be in the top. You know, 30, 40 still, and some of them are going to be in the bottom forty. They're, these are the songs that kind of f- would fit in comfortably anywhere. I feel like, but um, fifty nine Loman's no lyric, fifty eight Leprechaun Messiah, fifty seven To Live Is to Die, fifty six uh, Two by Four. Ooh, yeah. I yeah, just, I'm I, a fan. I've always didn't make her. that. That it's the. I just remember listening to load, like for the first time and hearing that that monster groove riff. And Mm -hmm. and just being and just slamming it over my head. Uh, fifty-five. The memory remains. Fifty-four. Am a bitch. Fifty-three. The Unforgiven. Two. Fifty-two. Carpe Diem, baby. Fifty-one. All nightmare long. And number fifty. The unnamed feeling.
1: Very good, very good. Some of those coming up. Um, 59, Too Far Gone. 58, Purify. 57, Moth Into Flame. 56, Lux 55, Whiplash. So that's the end of the B plus here. Going up from here is A minus, I think. A minus. Um, 54, Crown of Barbed Wire. 53, Mistress Dread. 52, Broken, Beaten, Scarred. 51, Holier Than Thou. 50, Wherever I May Roam. So,
0: Holier Than Thou is a song I wrestled about a lot. Black Album, one of my favorite albums. The first Batalga album I ever owned. But ultimately, it did not make my top 100. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Fair. I have a lot of fun this it, honestly.
0: Yeah. Um... Forty nine. Um, hold on here. Can make a last minute adjustment. Um, all right. Forty nine shadows follow. Forty eight, Mama said. Mhm. Uh 47 Room of Mirrors. 46 Chasing Light. 45 Harvester of Sorrow. 44 and just by coincidence it's the Four Horseman. <laughs> um mm-hmm. 43 No Remorse. 42 Injustice for All. Forty one uh Hero of the Day and it's coming in at
1: number forty. Too far gone. Interesting to look, see a lot of seventy two seasons yeah. songs Muncha. Yeah, the- yeah. Mm.
0: You know, I, I kinda I generally rank that album, you know, probably in the top fifty percent of my favorite mm-hmm. metallic albums currently. But it's not an album that is going to you know, compete with uh, the the S tier. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it'll get there over time.
1: Maybe, maybe one song will get there. We'll see. Um, I gave me number fifty. Uh, number forty nine, minus human. Number forty eight, the god that failed. Forty seven, hit the lights. Forty six, all nightmare long. Forty five spit out the bone 44 enamorada, 43 dirty window 42 Mm. fixer 41 welcome home sanitarium 40 fight fire with fire
0: so what's interesting about that uh that rundown for you is that Mm. a lot of those songs you mentioned are going to rank much higher for me, mm-hmm. and well, uh, uh, run, th- run through the list one more time. That the last,
1: real quick. Sure, forty nine minus human, forty eight. God, that failed. Forty seven hit lights. Forty six all nightmare long. Forty five spit out the bone. Forty four in Forty three dirty window. Forty two fixer. Forty one sanitarium. Forty. Fight Fire with Fire. Yeah, so Minus Human and Dirty Window, both songs
0: did not make my top 100. Mm-hmm. Um, 39, Nothing Else Matters. Woo. 38, Halo on Fire. 37, Hardwired. 36, Fate to Black. 35, For Whom the Bell Tolls. 34, um, this song is probably not going to ever. It's probably the most obscure song on the list. Enter Sandman. (laughs) 33, Sad But True. 32, King Nothing. 31, Ride the Lightning. And to number 30, The Thing That
1: Should Not Be. Very, very interesting. Very interesting indeed. That is all I will say. I had, that. I had a very, full disclosure. I had
0: a very hard time ranking the Black Album singles mm-hmm. because they're masterpieces and they're Metallica classics. They're standards. They're pop culture standards at this point. And I feel like, you know, what I said before is like part of how I compiled my list is like if you've never heard Metallica before, you need to hear these songs. And like those are songs I'd play for people, but I've just heard them so many times personally, both the recording Mm -hmm. and the live version. I just could not bring myself to put them in my
1: top 20. Fair, fair. Let's talk about that more later from my side. (laughs) Um, I feel like a certain element of my list was like. Not trying to be contrarian, but yeah. there definitely is a little bit of boosting songs that I think are really important to Metallica's like, canon and the narrative yeah. and like James's personal songwriting that get a little bit underrated um, yeah. compared to like a song like Spit Out the Bone that's just pure thrash, you know? Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. 39, Bleeding Me. I'm sorry that is not higher. Ooh. <laughs> Ouch! But it is Ouch. great. Ouch! I do love it. It's a minus for me. Thirty-eight. Ride the lightning. Thirty-seven. Harvester of sorrow. Thirty-six. Hero of the day. Thirty-five. Invisible kid. Thirty-four. Until it sleeps. And now from Huron tier Thirty-three. Some kind of monster. Thirty-two. My friend of misery. Thirty-one. Fuel, thirty to live is to die. Okay, that's a real odd bunch. That'd be like a really yeah. fun top ten. You know?
0: <laughs> Twenty nine, the shortest draw. Hmm. Twenty eight, wherever I may roam. Twenty seven, moth into flame. Twenty six. This one surprised me, and I, and this is one that could. It, catch me on a different day could rank in the seventies or sixties, but I, I ranked it very high today. Um, I'm feeling it. Unforgiven three. Mm hmm. Um, 25. this is another one. Same thing. Same, same thing. Like it could rank. I could have easily put this as 75 on another day, but today's 25. My apocalypse. Hmm. 24. Um, until it sleeps. So that one's more nostalgic for me. Like I feel like, mm-hmm. um, you know, Load was like the first CD I ever owned. That was the first single I remember hearing it on the radio for the first time. I remember thinking how different it sounded. I remember seeing the music video and thinking how different they looked. And um, from like the Blackout, which was all I really knew before then. But even from that album, it was such a departure um, that you know I. I I, I still hold in high regard. I was ecstatic that they brought it back live on the M72 tour for some mm. of the dates. So uh, um, it, it's it's higher than maybe others would have it. 20, uh, 23, The God That Failed. 22, Motor Breath. 21, Interesting. Spit Out the Bone. And at number 20, Welcome Home Sanitarium.
1: Beautiful. I'm just gonna say Motor Breath was my lowest ranked from Killem All, so it didn't crack the top one hundred. I do like that song. I'm curious what attachment you had for it. I probably what's funny about "Motorbreath" Breath is I probably listen
0: to If I go to, back to Killem All, I probably listen to like the Four Horsemen, Nori Remorse more than a lot of the other songs. But mm-hmm. I think for you know, for Motor Breath, there is, it's become, like, along with Whiplash, it's become, like, a little bit of, like, a um, uh, mantra for the band, like, kind of, like, a statement for the band throughout their career, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny, like, I remember when James Hatfield was talking about the making of Hardware uh-huh. self-destruct and how he, you know, they wrote these songs and they just he just wanted to write like a fast three minute song and out came hardwired And when you look back at their catalog like motor breath is the template for all those short little thrashy spurts, you know and um, And I just think it's a fun song. It's 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 that t- it's the it's Not the greatest Metallica song, but when it comes on in your driving you just notice your speed going faster and
1: faster and faster, and you're like, oh shit, I gotta slow down.
2: <laughs> True, I couldn't
1: have said it better m- myself. Like, I'm just looking at the set list, and um, I would not have guessed that that is their 27 most played song. Although, I guess it makes sense considering it's, you know, Longevity. been the set list forever. Right. Yeah. But um, quite a bit in the last decade, which I haven't heard any versions of that, so I'll have to look it up. Yeah. yeah. Fascinating. It's a fun little ditty. Fun little ditty. Yeah. Yeah, proto-fuel even, sir. Yeah. Okay. 29, here we go, here we go, here we go. Here are the heavy hitters, okay? All right. Give it um, 20. 29, The Outlaw Torn. 28, 72 Seasons. 27, Mama Said. 26, No Leaf Clover. 25, And Justice for All. 24, Damage Inc. 23, Fade to Black. 22, The Four Horsemen. 21, The Unnamed Feeling. 20, The Memory Remains. All right. I'm surprised
0: The Memory Remains is cracking the top 20 there for you. Um, I love that song. That
1: is... I think that's my single favorite song from Load Reload era. It just has that kind of groove, that sleazy groove. And it's like haunting, but also... An incredible pop song yeah. to
0: me. Yeah, I mean, all good points. And it—it's the ones. What's interesting is that I, I think you know, load is. Um, I like reload, but load from start to finish is a more solid record, and it has these yeah. monster hits, right? Like until sleeps, King Nothing, Hero of the Day, mm-hmm. Bleeding Me. Um, but what are the songs from the Load Reload era that get the most love in their live set? Fuel. And the memory remains, you know. It's, it's there exactly. those two songs those are the two songs from like that that era that have just become live staples and that it's like every show you know you're gonna hear
1: one or both of them. I think reload would have a lot less redeeming qualities, honestly, if not for those two songs at the start. Yeah. You know, there's a bit of adrenaline that gets you into the album and then yeah. you know, a couple of you know, many songs that didn't make top one hundred, let's just say. Yeah. Reload... And some that did. Reload for me, I think, is
0: bottom of the pile in their catalog. Um mm-hmm. and you know, I and there's songs that I love off that you're gonna hear, you know, at least one song that's gonna be up there for me off that album. But
1: I know um, which one but uh <laughs> you know, if you
0: but like a song like Better Than You, I always shit on that song. It's the wor- <laughs> it's, it's the worst single they've ever released. The Grammy okay. Award winning Better Than You, which mm-hmm. and that that did not crack the 100. Slither did not crack the 100. Bad Seed, like, it has a great groove, but I just can't justify listening as one of the top mm-hmm. 100 songs. You know, I think D and Baby and Where the Wild Things Are made my list because they're such interesting songs. I, to me, like, melodically, mm-hmm. they just really stand out to me. Um, but a song like, you know, Attitude, Prince Charming, like, mm. they're those, like, they're fun songs to listen to, but they're so stock compared to other Metallica tracks it's just hard to justify putting them in against, like, a lot of the other heavy hitters
1: Yeah, absolutely Absolutely. I think for me Tired for Bottom Album of Reload and Hardwired, honestly, I have a bit of a weird thing with Hardwired, like, it's just never fully clicked with me for some reason, so Interesting Yeah, yeah Um, Anyway
0: where are we? Number 19. Shall we trade songs from here on? You think? Yeah, let's do it. One by one. Okay, cool. So my 19 is, and I'm going to have this, uh, higher than a lot of other people probably, but, and it, you, you could technically make an argument that it's not a song, but, uh, a solo
1: anesthesia pulling teeth. Beautiful. Beautiful. I mean, love it. What else did I say? Um, Number 19, Disposable Heroes. Fucking love that song. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it maybe is their single most rhythmically tight song. And I find it probably the most underrated from puppets, if that is even a possibility, you know? Oh, totally. I mm-hmm. 100% agree. Um,
0: let's see here. 18, I have No Leaf Clover.
1: Very good. 18, Orion. A song I love that could be higher, that could justifiably be number one for a lot of people. I do love it, but 18. Um, 17, The Frayed Ends of Sanity. Very cool. 17, The Thing That Should Not Be.
0: Interesting.
1: 16. 1. Ooh, wow. 16 for me, For Whom the Bell Tolls, which honestly I'm shocked that as a bass player you didn't rank that higher. <laughs> I know. and I, I think it, it, I think honestly some of those songs just
0: suffer for me from like overexposure, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I love the song as a bassist especially. It's a classic song. It's a standout. You know you're going to hear it, but that's like part of the problem too, you know? You know mm-hmm. you're going to you know you're gonna hear it. Um so yeah I had to uh I don't know I, I I had to leave it out of the top twenty. Um what are we, number 15 Mm-hmm. Uh, my number fifteen is
1: Orion. Interesting, interesting. Mine is the call of Cthulhu, which hmm. Interestingly I've always been more drawn to than Orion for whatever reason. I think maybe it's I like the chord progression better. Um, like Orion is a bit more of a lyrical song to me, but Cthulhu has just that imposing sense of chaos that I love. Yeah. See I like I said before, the call of
0: Cthulhu, add in the orchestra, I think it transforms mm-hmm. the song. I think that's the definitive version. But I'm look, but when I'm looking at like, you know, the original studio recordings that one just falls a little bit flatter to me than mm-hmm. "To Live Is to Die" or Orion, especially Orion. Mm-hmm. Um, my number fourteen, the highest ranked song off seventy-two seasons,
1: Inamorata. Lovely, lovely. Fourteen for me. Frantic.
0: Hmm. All right. All right. Now I'm, I'm, as I, as I'm going through my list, I'm panicking a little bit because full disclosure, because <laughs> f- full disclosure, right? Um, in my rush to, uh, redo my list, as you mentioned, disposable heroes, I realized I fucking forgot to include it. Um, oh. and in my original list, um, disposable heroes was a. Top three song for me so um, yeah interesting top three song for me so I'm gonna read through my list as I as I redid it with uh, but oh. I want I want the listeners to understand that one what I think is a huge glaring omission for me um, so mm-hmm. it's not that I'm ignoring the song or that I don't like the song it was a top five song for me on my original sure. list and in my rush to uh, compile this one um it got it got left off but i want to but for for the purpose of this episode i want to stick to you know what i have in front of me so i will so fuck disposable heroes man that song sucks yeah disposable
1: indeed bottom disposable. five bottom five <laughs> I've disclosed the I always talk about my bottom 5,
0: yeah. But oh, actually, like you were saying, like you start saying it's really just a political statement on my part. I can't include it <laughs> cuz um the heroes are disposable, the song is disposable. Mm. Um it's really just a political statement um on my behalf and um it'll be the first and final political statement made on this podcast by me. Um, but I stand by it. Um fuck, I love that song. Um no. right, but I'm going to stick true to what uh to, to what I have in front of me so um you can okay. you can write me the you email me at <laughs> spot at gmail.com best is me on social and tell me how much of an idiot I am go ahead I dare yeah. you. All right. okay <laughs> anyways um <laughs> all right number 14 13. is Inamorata for me 13 um the high uh one of the highest ranked songs the second highest ranked song. Um, from the first Metallicum I ever owned, "My Friend of Misery."
1: Beautiful. Number 13 for me, "Dyers Eve." Incredible. Also, I just thought of a very stupid bit. Okay, I'm just gonna say it here for no reason. Um, sure. It's the the joke is like if we're ranking Iron Maiden releases, I'd put like Ed Hunter at number one. <laughs> Are you familiar with Ed Hunter? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the like awful 2D <laughs> DOS shooter yeah. that happens to also be a soundtrack. And you know, it's uh, from like 1999, but it looks yeah. like it's from like 1990. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, but, okay. and, and they didn't learn their lesson. <laughs> There's still an Iron Maiden game out there. I think it's like a mobile game or something, isn't there? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I'm sure. What a ranking it, that would be like, I'm video sure. games by Metal Pants. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole podcast <laughs> in and of itself. Mm hmm um <laughs> all right number 12 i'm still i'm still beating myself up oh, forgetting about disposable heroes by the way but when i looked at my mm-hmm. top 10 i was like i can't as much as that song needs to be in there i can't like take any of these songs out you know what i mean mm-hmm. um number 12 creeping death very good number 12 saint anger okay Mm -hmm. Number 11, Fight Fire with Fire. Number 11, Battery. Number 10, the uh, highest ranked song off uh, the most beloved Metallica album Saint Anger, All Within My Hands.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Um, Number 10, Blackened. Number 9, Blackened. Oh <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah! What a song!
0: I mean, what it's a just song! Superb, you know, it, it's yeah. All within my hands and blackened, right? Are two, uh, funny songs to me because they've taken mm. on such different meanings oh, yes. in twenty twenty three. You know, like blackened has become such a part of their branding now between the whiskey, mm. between the record label, um, and. And then all within my hands, it complete being completely transformed in the acoustic setting, and then on S and M two, and that's sort of become I think you know like yeah. the the S and M two version of all within my hands w- w- got like radio airplay, was released as a single. Uh, yeah. I think mm. it was. I don't I don't keep track of the Grammy awards anymore, but I feel like it was nominated maybe or up or I don't mm-hmm. I don't know, but it was yes. either way. It's that's become like the most well known standard definitive version for a lot of people. I think.
1: Yeah, it's interesting that, yeah, that's their charity. Like, Blackened yeah. is the whiskey, and Right, right, that's yeah. just and and
0: both... the charity, yeah.
1: Yeah, and they both have acoustic versions. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Your number nine? My nine
0: was Blackened. Your nine is? Uh, Creeping Death. Creeping Death, yeah. Mm-hmm. Eight, Dyer's Eve.
1: Ooh, eight... Enter Sandman. Okay, there we go. See, that's the thing, right? I, I do find myself able to hear the Black Album songs. Maybe not as if they're new, but like kind of the <sighs> way the they're, they're intended. If that makes sense, right. like there is so much weight of history and like them played being played every gig and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Like just for this project, I sat down and listened to every Metallica album on. Like the same set of headphones, like reference headphones, remastered, um, full quality. And like when I went to rank them, I just went, oh, fuck. And the Sandman is top eight. <laughs> and I was like, should I shuffle it around? Should yeah. I experiment with it yeah. like lower? And I was like, no, I cannot bring myself to do it. It is number eight. It yeah. is an incredible piece of songwriting. Yeah. I mean, I can't argue yeah. with that. I don't,
0: I'm not denying that it shouldn't be... Uh, a top 10 song hell you could put it as number one on a list and how am i gonna argue with that's their biggest song right it's one of Mm -hmm. the biggest rock songs of all time It's Uh, true and there's there's no arguing that um i think for me like every time i hear that song i enjoy it Mm -hmm. i sing along i know every note i know every word i think what it came down to for me was like i never seek the song out anymore you know that's true i'm never going Mm -hmm. out of my way to be like well, when I want to listen to Metallica, I'm like, "Damn, I need to listen to inter Man, I'm like, "No, I want to listen to the deeper cuts. You know, I want to listen to the newer album. I want to listen to, you know, maybe like a thrash classic I've not, I've not personally checked out in a while or what have you. But, mm-hmm. that to me is just maybe a more interesting listen. But there's absolutely no denying the fact that Inter-Samen is a powerhouse and a masterclass in songwriting. And mm-hmm. could and you could make an argument that it could be anywhere on this list, including number one. Hmm. i'm with you there um number seven damage inc
1: Ooh, very good um i i mean i ranked that number 24 which could have gone yeah. higher yeah could have maybe gone slightly lower but i was even thinking like the intro actually contributes a lot to that song like that is part oh, yeah. of that song yeah for me. yeah yeah, yeah. For sure um yeah, that's a been and and that's another song too that
0: to me is just like become such a mantra for the band. You know, Fuck it all and mm-hmm. fucking no regrets and you know they brought yeah. it back with a uh, you know Insane Anger, Anger and
1: Yeah. What a song. Um Number seven for me, All Within My Hands, my highest from Saint Anger. Interesting. I was tempted to push it higher. Yeah. I didn't for whatever reason. I'm no. a
0: I'm a little bit surprised that a St. Anger song did not make your top five, to be honest.
1: yeah um one thing i did discover from this list is that like Ride the lightning on there's one song in the top 10 for me Mm -hmm. but um you know that is such a consistent album whereas the black album maybe has more that i've put in like song for song but like i don't read as highly as an album um it's it's just hard to quantify like song for song versus like thematically a single work you know like, Louisville would rank over quite a few albums for me, but, like, song for song, I haven't put it that high. Right. Yeah. Overall? Yep. Or have I?
0: Ooh. <laughs> plot twist. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. My number six is The
1: Outlaw Torn. Beautiful. Beautiful. Number six, Junior Dad. Okay. There we go. Also considered putting it higher. Um... <laughs> six is
0: where I landed you know if there's Fair one respect. lulu song that i think you could justify compared to every song in the metal catalog to put in top 20 mm. or top 10 that would be the one i think um even that's though that's true even yeah. though i ranked pumping blood and cheat on me ahead of it i feel like mm-hmm. invincible kid is a, a song that's going to appeal to more people because mm-hmm. of like the the sounds of the song, the message of the song, um, ignoring the mm-hmm. fact that it's twenty minutes long, you know. But if you were to, mm-hmm. you know, kind of trim the the atmospheric strings that loop mm-hmm. up for like the last five ten minutes off it, you know, and um, I think that would that that song's appeal would um, is, is would be greater. And I, I and I wonder sometimes if let's say lulu did not exist right but junior Mm -hmm. dad did Mm. i think people would hold that song in much higher regard because it would not have gotten as lost in the shuffle um if it was just like a
1: standalone track i mean the problem is that it's always been the last 20 minutes of like a 90 minute album you know right well that's another thing too you know it's like but i
0: think also you know to counterpoint my own point It's Mm. part of like you kind of need to experience that album from start to finish to really appreciate Mm. that moment. I feel like it's kind of like a cathartic, somber release at the end of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You have to um, go in and be completely bewildered by Brandenburg Gate and then (laughs) emerge (laughs) smooth and calmed. Which I'm just looking at the Spotify plays for Lulu right now. Yeah, Brandenburg Gate 791,000. Wow. Um. And it just falls off a cliff after the view. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> that tells you about people's uh, about the staying power most people had with it. Um, mm-hmm. What's the What's the lowest uh, stream song? Is there a song on there that's streamed less amount than we did it again? I'm guessing yes. Um,
1: most of them. Um, the lowest. <laughs> the lowest is Little Dog at 187,000. Okay. And you know what? Mm? Little Dog
0: it's a it's a weird ass song. It's mm-hmm. it's uh it kind of drones on, but I really dig it. Like I it, love it. there's there's something about the guitar on it that does not sound like it's Metallica playing, you know? It, it's it's mm-hmm. just a different unique sound for them. Um and that's why it's my number 5. No, I'm really? Not, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It's not my Aww, number five. Oh, I got five. excited. <laughs> <laughs> it, you got me back.
1: <laughs>
0: my number five is uh, the highest ranked song off my least
1: favorite Metallica Studio Recording Reload, Fixer. Respectable? Respectable? No. Um, I think I have an idea of where we're going from, this, from here on. Um... My number five is Sad But True. Okay, respectable. Respectable. Yeah. Respectable. Uh, yeah. I'm just obsessed with that song, and I've never been, like, unobsessed with it. Arguably, I think, I think it kind of uh, gets overlooked for this because
0: of, you know, it's, uh, you know, radio airplay and MTV airplay mm-hmm. and all that. But arguably the heaviest song they ever written.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, apart from Invisible Kid, of course, but yeah, uh, of course. <laughs> um, mm-hmm.
0: My number four, um, the song that I shamed you for earlier, "Bleeding Me," huh. respectable. Uh, I get it. Yeah, I, yeah. You'll notice a pattern with my songs. I, it's I, it's either like the full on heavyweight, like thrash titans, or the mm-hmm. Or, like, the deeply personal, more atmospheric, extended closing tracks.
1: True. <laughs> sure. I will say I do have a little bit of trouble separating Outlaw Ton, Bleeding Me, and Fixer. Just because, like, that they, they're kind of a trilogy to me. And they're all fantastic. Yeah. Just, like, the distinctions between them in quality is, like, not that big to me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, they're all up there. And I put so.
0: Inamorata as, like, the modern-day yes. version of... Those mm. tracks.
1: Totally, 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 totally. Yes. Um, did you say your number five? Yes, sad but true. Okay. Did you say your number four, I meant? No, I did not. Number four, The Unforgiven. Okay,
0: interesting. My number three, The Unforgiven.
1: Ooh, um,
0: yeah. You know, I, I often say... My favorite track off the Black Album is My Friends of Mis is My Friend of Misery. And there and there's a mm-hmm. there's truth to that. But mm-hmm. to me, when you look at the classics, when you look at the hits, the unforgiven I think is just a, a cut above. And I think I uh, I will go on record as saying this, I've gone on record saying it before. The greatest guitar solo Kirk Hammond has put on record.
2: Agree. Agree. I just
0: think it's perfect. It it's not it's not the most technical it's not the fanciest but it it's the perfect solo for that song and it's just i think uh, it, it's just such a statement and it's just a powerhouse of a solo lyrics are just deep personal and it just compositionally it's just it's just a masterclass in how to write uh, a hit rock song
1: mm mm-hmm. mhm yeah, I just find that to be a staggering song. Like every time I listen to it in any setting, I'm just blown away. And like the um the Moses Sumney cover from the blacklist really blew me away as well. Like that at its core is the same song, but like a more vulnerable version of the thing right. that was already there to me. Um never get tired of listening to it. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah. Mm. My number two. Batora. Oh no, I have not give my number three. Oh, you're number three. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Ah. Um, my number three is nothing else matters. Wow, I'm actually surprised it's that high.
0: I'm not actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is your top three, so. Yeah. Um. um what? What was again, it? Again, a classic. What was it? I mean, it, no denying it's a classic. What? Yeah. What's? What is it about that one though that got the distinction of being
1: that high? I think it's just the sense of James like really opening up. Not for the first time ever, but in in that way for the in first time, way, as he yeah. basically says in the song. Um, I still never find it really open moving. Never myself this way. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'll never open myself this way. what's the Megadeth version.
1: Ain't... The Megadeth, excuse me, the Megadeth version is Promises this from the World Music Hero. This I promise you.
0: <laughs> um sp- <laughs> all right, everybody spoils my number 2, Battery. <laughs> um probably the um in my personal opinion, the best opener of any Metallica record. I just love I'll I'll never tire no matter how many times I hear it, no matter how many times we play it live. I'll never tire of the uh, acoustic guitar Almost like classical flamenco style introduction, and then just the explosion of battery, which is a deceivingly difficult song to play too. Very difficult. Um, yeah. The like the the rhythms, the timing of it, um, especially if you are. Uh, um, I was doing vocals in a uh, in a band in college, uh, and we, mm. we were covering that song, and I realized in that moment how difficult it is to time the vocals uh, exactly it, it's like if it's if you're just a little bit off the whole song's fucked um and mm-hmm. i was and i wasn't even playing you know guitar while doing it yeah like, like james mm-hmm. edfield does mm-hmm. it's
1: a it's a deceivingly difficult song i think c- certain days that's number one for me it probably is my favorite last drum performance to be honest um yeah you're right i don't, I don't know that I've ever heard a band cover it with quite the same feel, yeah I will say I think that yeah there's something about the accenting like the guitar is doing one thing and the drums are kind of looping around and doing another thing mm-hmm. But they kind of lock into each other you know like it's right. like neither one is really leading it's, you know? it's
0: easy to get like a like a like a quarter of a beat off or like a half a beat yeah. off, and then you're just like try and play catch-up and, and the whole song's fucked.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a rhythmic puzzle, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, incredible song. That's your number two?
0: That's my number two.
1: My number two is one, ironically. Wow. Um, also, Sunday is number one, but um, what can I say? A song that I just find really moving. Yeah. The production is absolutely perfect. The builds and everything... The Climax, the yeah. Tosseler, uh, everything. I, I think when you look at the... Um,
0: like, the, the the original trilogy of ballads, right? Fade to Black,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Welcome Home Sanitarium in one. As much as I love Fade to Black, as much as I love Sanitarium, I mean, Sanitarium's off my favorite album from start to finish, but one, to me, is just like, they took that format and perfected it. And that whole... Mm solo section is just i I never tire of it especially live it, they just mm-hmm. still to this day play it with such uh, accuracy and passion and um and it's just such a fun song which mm-hmm. which is it's the most fun song about wishing death I've ever heard. <laughs> It's the, most, Absolutely. It's, the, it's the most fun depressing song I've ever heard <laughs> yeah as opposed to Junior
1: Dad which is the most depressing song with yeah. a funny title <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah time for our number one can't believe we had the same number one Mechanics <laughs> by
0: Megadeth <laughs> uh, actually mine was uh, Promises by Megadeth but uh um, you know, yeah. I just completely threw in a left. Uh, you know, technically, uh, former member of Metallica, he wrote all the songs. Mm-hmm. So Facts. like a Megadeth song is the same thing as a Metallica song, just with mm-hmm. different musicians. So um, you know, I, I, I went with promises. Um I think I dude, originally that would be like really <laughs> I originally had breadline in there,
1: but I, I ultimately went with promises. <laughs> That'd be a really interesting list. Like you rank um every Metallica and Megadeth song, like, in a single. <laughs> 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 good God. Ugh.
0: Yeah. Here's the, here's the problem with ranking every Megadeth song. I'd have mm-hmm. to go back and listen to all those, like, early 2000 records, which yeah. I, I don't want to do. <laughs> don't make A me good
1: enjoy. 50% of them would be, like, tied, honestly.
0: And it's like, well, it's like, how do you differentiate between um, 13 and, like, um, I don't even remember the names of them. It, what was it? Endgame. Yeah, like, yeah. It, like mm-hmm. to me, those mm-hmm. are basically the same record. You know. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, number one. Speaking of the same record. Yes. Yeah. Yes, number mine. My, my number
1: one. Master. It is also master of puppets. I mean, it's just
0: the definitive Metallica song. Mm-hmm. Everything I think they do best as a band,
1: they do in this song at an expert level. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, well, th- this is what happened when I ranked this list right. Firstly, like, I tried to I started by doing just like a full list off the top of my head, and I've quickly realized that was a bad idea. But like, Master of Puppets was at number one there. And then I did um, my ranking of every song and every album, and then Master of Puppets was number one as soon as I listened to that album. And I just like never left the number one spot. Yeah. I wanted to justify other songs. On some days, I like other songs better. Sure. But I just couldn't take it from the number one spot. Yeah. Um, I was thinking. I was thinking today, that song is sort of like the um, the Beethoven's Fifth Symphony of metal. You know, you have da 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 da, and then you have da 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 da. Yeah. It's like the same effect. Yeah. Um, it just reaches out and grabs you. Yeah. And not only that, it has like a second movement that's really yeah. beautiful and slow and moving. Surely like the best clean section of any Metallica song, I think. Hands down.
0: I mean, that whole interlude. Yeah gives me i've heard i've heard that song a billion times So that interlude gives me goosebumps every time um especially Absolutely. especially when you're when you hear it live and it's just yeah it, it's it's a beautiful beautifully composed piece of music um mm-hmm. and then the way it builds to the bridge and then explodes with a guitar solo that's just like a an Perfectly composed guitar solo, with mistake included, and it, it, and it mm-hmm. just has you know it just has everything. It has, it has uh, the technical aspect of the band, the composition, the speed, the groove, the lyrics, the sing along parts, the the clean parts, the heavy parts. The has a fucking backwards guitar solo at the end. Right, it, the song has. Everything, but it, it it's so well constructed that it it just is. Just it, it's just a really smooth sounding song. And so many bands could attempt to write that song and it would just feel like chopped up, like it's three songs combined into one. Um, but exactly. not, but not with them. The transitions and everything is just flawless, and it's just a masterclass in how to write a metal song. And I think mm-hmm. it's the. Greatest Metallica song. I think it's the greatest metal song. And I think it's off the greatest metal album that shares its name. Mic drop. Hard to disagree
1: with that. I think it's a song that, yeah, despite being so famous and catchy, it's kind of irre- irreplicable as well. Yeah. Like, um, it is so hard to play with the right feel. You know, right. there's a little, like, rest in the... um, Not the rest. The, the like, shortened bar mm-hmm. in the first... Um, I actually wrote down the song structure once and like I won't even read it out here because it's like it is so complicated. It's like yeah. sections A to J or something. Yeah. <laughs> um and like all circular right. and so many variations.
2: Yeah.
1: Um I don't know, it just fascinates me. And like some days, you know, Seattle nineteen eighty nine is my favorite version, but that also doesn't like detract from the the original either. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
0: There is um the biggest crime against humanity Metallica ever did was when they <gasps> stopped playing Master Puppets in its entirety live. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they would play like to the interlude and they you get the master 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 yeah. and then they would go into something else. Or yeah. uh the first time I saw them they did um the the medley where they went mm. into uh what was it fate to black i think they went into oh. um which was cool but it's like dude i want to hear that interlude and so i was so i then M came around and it was like the first time they played the song its entirety in a while and when the mm. when the orchestra came in on that interlude the whole clean section i was just like goosebump city And, Mm -hmm. uh, and luckily from that point forward, I feel like they were like, yeah, we just got to play this song from start to finish, which is funny to, which shows you, I think how that song has grown in, uh, with their legacy, right. For them, imagine taking like that song now is is a closer, right? It's Mm -hmm. like, you're going to get that song guaranteed every night as one of the last few songs as like. This is one of our definitive songs, like Sandman. Nothing else matters. One and Master, right? Those like the four guarantees you're gonna hear every Metallica tra- every Metallica show, and mm-hmm. uh, it's crazy to think that they did not play that in its entirety for like
1: a number of years. But yeah, and that it wasn't even a single. Um, right. Yeah. It is the third most played on Spotify. Um, seven hundred forty-five million. I wonder how, what it was before Stranger Things.
0: I would be interested to see, like, how much of a bump it got from Stranger mm,
1: Things. I
0: imagine it was comparable.
1: Yeah. Like, I mean, significant bump probably, but like, yeah, I don't know. Hey, also on Stranger Things, you know, give him credit for bringing it to a new audience, but they played it wrong, okay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> they played it really wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never actually, I guess like maybe I saw the clip online, but I never saw yeah. the episode.
1: Mm,
0: no me neither but um we our, our top 100s were pretty comparable for the most part i think you know mm-hmm. yeah there was not too many glaring differences that were that drastic other than the fact that you did we did it again um as your number one but uh as my number zero it it had, it's um, an <laughs> overflow <laughs> error so it
1: rolls back over to number zero
0: so now wait, we we said we would do our uh our, our bottom fives. This one, is, yeah. this one is tricky. Um, I'm going to... <laughs> <laughs> um... Alright. I'm going to say... Um, I don't know what you're going to say. There's a lot of directions you could go in, I feel like, knowing your distaste for... In my for... opinion, not really. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um... Let me see. I'm going to make sure I got my bottom five straight here.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's songs 134 to 138. (laughs) Problem is Disposable Heroes is, you know, missing in action.
0: Um, Yeah, I know. That is a real... Um. See. All right, I, I I think I'm comfortable with my bottom five here. Okay. Um,
1: I'm gonna allow you as the guest to go first. Okay, okay, okay. Um, fifth West Metallica song in my opinion. This is in tier. so it's number 134. Bad seed from Reload. Okay. Um, just cheesy, you know, and like maybe the one of the less musically interesting songs on that album. It could be tied with a few tracks, but I don't know. I've always had huh? a soft spot for Bad Seed. I just
0: like the groove in it. Joking mm-hmm. on groove. the Bad seat. Ch- ch- choking. Ch- step I right think... up and see the <laughs> man who told
1: the truth. <laughs> I think part of it is that Piss the, cost the start.
0: apple skin. Do you? Is it, <laughs> Is it that you are offended that they hurt
1: apples? Um I'm going to say yes just because that's the more interesting <laughs> answer. <laughs> <laughs> um I will say the the cough at the start always makes me think of Sweetleaf and I'm like fuck I could be listening to Sweetleaf instead of that, this shit. <laughs> that is a valid point. You respect yeah. your dad.
0: That's a yeah. valid point. Valid criticism. Mhm hmm Um, are we going back and forth here? Yeah, let's do it. Alright, my number five. Um this might be a controversial one for you. But mm. I'm gonna go with um frustration.
1: Frustration is my lexicon of hate. <laughs> um this, that this, is my second lowest of Lulu. Um, Brandenburg Gate is my lowest, but um, see, I would, pre- I, frustration's just okay. I prefer, yeah. I actually prefer Brandenburg
0: Gate over frustration, um, but it's just, I think it's the least. If, if <laughs> it's ironic to think of uh, Lulu songs maybe in terms of, uh, you know, them being memorable at all, uh, mm-hmm. it, it, from the you know traditional standpoint of how you would say it, but it's the least memorable song mm-hmm. to me on that record. Like, Fair. as I was looking through the track list, even though I've heard it a bunch of times, like, I was like, that was like the one song I'm, like, really struggling to, like, how does, how does it go? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Frustration, confusion, you know. Yeah. Um, I think. It's I know, a there's very something Metallica song
0: title, though, right? It's like a. Yeah. It's a very, uh, like, 2000s Metallica song title.
1: Yeah. There's something about Brandenburg Gate where like I mean okay, frustration, not as memorable, I agree. Brandenburg Gate is kinda of like it's kinda of like when you hit play in an album and it's like you feel like you've been been hit on the head by a hammer and you just so dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is going on? That's not my bottom five. I have some affection for it, but god, yeah. like that to me that is a bewildering song. And I love it. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Um so this is D tier now. Um yeah. number 135, fourth worst, we did it again. Um it is not the lowest because wow. I find it to be a very entertaining and funny song. And it makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so for that reason alone it beats the other three wow. at this, at the bottom of this list, which I will I will go off on. I have a rant about this, but yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no idea. I'm
0: going to put at uh, in my next slot. um, You know, I'm 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 looking at I'm looking at the all the song titles here, and I had one in mind, but I'm actually I'm gonna do uh, last minute switcheroo here. I'm gonna go with um, Prince Charming. Um, Fell? You know, I'm that song. I I love the the bridge from like a rhythmic and groove standpoint um but to me it's like i, I can't help but cringe every time james hatfield sings hey ma hey ma look at me mm, even mm. though it's like i know it's like sarcastic and like a little bit of tongue-in-cheek but i just cannot get over that lyric
1: there's something about like the kind of catchphrases that sneak into the songwriting of load and reload like the worst songs that kind of bugs me yes you know yeah yeah it just it's just it's just cheesy
0: yeah 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 and i think there's like you know it's supposed to be like a little cocky and like sarcastic and tongue-in-cheek but it just i don't know it just doesn't play well to me
1: Mm mm-hmm yeah Okay, I'm going to do my my bottom three all together, okay? Let's go just get it. it over with. Um, you it. can you can do whatever you like with yours. I'm going to do it. Um, okay. Third worst, Hell and Back. Second worst, Just a Bullet Away. Number one worst, which is the only song on F tier, Hate Train, all from Beyond Magnetic, okay? <laughs> Here we go. I'm going to cut this fucking promo, okay? Um, <laughs> Rebel of Babylon, you are okay. You are an okay song. If you appeared on any album... I would not skip you, okay? That's number 120. It's acceptable. It's in B minus TR. The, other- <laughs> yeah. the other three songs get absolutely fucked. Like I know these are demo recordings, and you know, from the generosity of their hearts, Metallica put them out so we could listen to them. But these songs, I, I try to I've been trying to come up with like a way to talk about them, like what they remind me of. Um they're not it's not like a 15 year old trying to write a metallica song it's like an ai trying to write a metallica song Uh, like uh, that's what these three songs are to me like they just have no soul to the to them mm -hmm. lyrics are just whatever okay they're placeholders but you know um the production is bad which okay it's fine but they did get professionally mastered and mixed at least and um What else was I going to say? The flow of the compositions makes absolutely no sense to me. Mm. It's just completely randomly shuffled. I don't know. It's like a faint memory of master of puppets or whatever. And, um, here's the thing, right? I don't (laughs) have concerts (laughs) at concerts. Okay. Um, at concerts, I'm very respectful of the artist. I'm there to experience the artists specific intent. That means I will go with them wherever it takes me, okay? I don't care if they don't play the hits. Just give me something compelling that you believe in, okay? Sure. And that means I don't believe in piss breaks, but if you play (laughs) a song from Beyond Magnetic, James Hetfield and co. at a concert I am attending, I am going to the toilet, okay? And because it's got to be the women's bathroom, so I'm going to be in there, out in and out pretty quick, but I'm going to take my time just so, like,
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. So, Girl, I
1: hate trade is what
0: I'm on. i hate train. Knowing you, this does not surprise me. I do mm-hmm. hold Beyond Magnetic in a little bit um, higher regard than you, I think. But I mean, there's a reason none of these <laughs> songs made my top 100. Um, no. I, it's hard to argue with a lot of what you're saying. Rebel Babylon's mm-hmm. definitely the top of the, of the bunch, but my, I, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to just piggyback off you. And my next one on my list was going to be hate train. I just mm-hmm. think, um, you know, it's another one of like those kind of cringy lyrics. Hey, is a drain. And it's like, is it, is it, a train? <laughs> exactly. um, you know, what I, I hold, I hold have in high regard, obviously. And I, mm-hmm. uh, including as a lyricist, and they, you know, everybody's mm-hmm. has their misses, and I just think, you know, there's a reason why this—you uh, can make an argument for all these songs, I suppose—but there's a reason why this song was, you know, left on the cutting room floor. Hmm. Um. I, I and then for my uh, other ones, I I gotta put, I gotta put better than you. I I mean the whole the <laughs> whole song is just better than you. Thank you. <laughs> Better um, than you. Um, better um, than you. Um, better um, than you. Um, Much better than you. And then they do the worst <laughs> thing ever. They end the song like and then it's the false ending. Better than you. It's like, oh God. It's still going. It's still yeah. going. Yeah. And it but it it's like it doesn't go anywhere. It's like the longest Mm -hmm. Metallica track that does not go anywhere. It's like five. That's true. It's like over five minutes long, I feel like. And it's like the the most interesting part is, you know, the, ooh, watch the train rolling on and on and on. But really, it's like that could have been written by a lot of. It's the rare song by Metallica that I feel like could have been written by somebody else. And, and, uh, you know, they've done that song before, but better. Oh yeah, they mm-hmm. they were better than them, <laughs> better than them. That's a fact. Than them. That's and an absolute fact. I just and it, I think it's gonna be obvious what my number one is. I have to go with. We did it again. I you
1: skipped one. Did you skip one? I don't think so. You're better than you was the number three. I
0: had. I had. Uh, I had. Uh, oh, no, I got ahead uh, of myself. Maybe maybe I did. Did I, I had frustration? Yeah. I had, um, uh, 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 um, what else did I have? I had Prince,
1: oh, no, no, you're right. Prince Charming. Prince yeah, Prince, Prince Charming. See, it's so, such, train than you. it's
0: so forgettable that we forgot about mm-hmm. it. I, <laughs> Frust, frustration, Prince Charming, um, mm-hmm. Hate Train, better than mm-hmm. you. And I got to end with, yeah, we did it. did it. It's just, I just, if, I, if I was, again, if we go back to the top 100, right, these are 100 songs I'd play somebody who's never heard Metallica, who I, or who I want to make a fan, right? And, mm-hmm. um, if I wanted to make somebody a fan, at least the other songs are like quote unquote Metallica songs, not, mm-hmm. this is like a Ja Rule song that mm-hmm. uh, they appear on, and I just, I just cannot justify its existence. Jarrul, you yeah, I know the Lou Reed. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> now mm-hmm. give me Lulu remixed yeah. by Swiss beats. There you go. Ooh. Mind blown. That's gonna get up to at least thirty plays on Spotify. Interesting. We'll be uh it'll be uh Uh, you know 15 and 15 from each of us (laughs) interesting
1: i will say i really wanted to get the view in the top 100 actually it's number 101
0: i was i was wondering about that one yeah
1: Um, i have a lot of affection for it it's like kind of
0: silly but it's it's probably the most well known from that album right at least the Mm -hmm. most infamous from that album and uh Mm -hmm. uh you know i am the table Mm-hmm. Um Kristen, we did it. We did it again. again. We did it again. I mean we We did it. This was a long time in the making. I'm waiting Mm -hmm. the way this episode's been cursed, I'm waiting to shut everything down and be like, Oh fuck, it didn't record. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least one of your mics is plugged into the
1: computer because I can't hear you. Yeah, I am
0: I mean I'm recording in two different places. But uh-huh. this has been so uh-huh. cursed. I'm willing to bet that even the backup uh, is not actually recording. Uh, uh, well But you know. hopefully I'm wrong. Um hopefully um hopefully we'll do this again. I, I, I there's a lot I I'm questioning myself a lot about uh the future of the show. Um mm. uh but um, you know. Um, maybe, maybe if you're out there listening, you can let me know what you want from the future of the show. If you want a future of the show, I just here's my thing right? I'm gonna go on a little bit of a mm-hmm. rant since mm-hmm. this is episode 100. Um, there's you know, Metallica is my favorite band. I enjoy recording a podcast every second we've been talking, I've enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It's the getting to the recording part that I struggle with lately um, because of commitments, interests. Um, And I was thinking, why is that? And I was thinking, you know, the problem I fear I might be having is um, as many different, there's a lot of Metallica topics I've not discussed on this podcast, but I sort of feel like I've said everything I have to say about the band in some capacity.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: and i feel like i have nothing new to add to a very large conversation that people are having about the band and when i look at the slate of metallica podcasts out there like they have their own weekly podcast out that the band members appear on um mm-hmm. and i mean really what am i going to contribute that the band members themselves are not going to contribute better um you know and um And then I'm wondering, you know, this, am I not dedicating a a lot of time to the podcast because I'm busy, which I am busy, but if I really, really wanted to make the time, I could probably make more time than I'm making. Hmm. Um, and then I just look at things like, you know, M 72 tour, right? I go to, I went to both New Jersey shows and, uh, back in the day that would have been content would have been content crazy right would have had like an episode leading up to it would have had interviews at the show would have and i and i and i and i did nothing about it cuz i just wanted to go and enjoy it as a fan mm-hmm. i didn't want to feel like i was working mm-hmm. um and so that's sort of where i'm standing now with the podcast um debating if i Take a step away and revisit him taking um, debating if I uh, just suddenly end it if I do a final hurrah or if I do a few more ended I'm debating if I just continue doing it but I, there's something appealing to me lately about just kind of doing something new and uh, something that's like not as um, restrictive. <laughs> as like a Metallica podcast, something that would maybe be a little bit broader that I could explore different avenues and different angles on. Um, so I'm having this inner debate, this inner turmoil. So I'm just sharing with all the listeners who are still out there listening. And, um, cause you know, I know, I know the podcast has been a little bit inconsistent in terms of releasing stuff for the last year with, uh, you know, my day job and the children at home and, uh, the missus and you know all the domestic stuff and uh buying a house and starting a new job and yada, yada yada and so it's not like i have the same amount of time as i did but also am i willing to find more time for something new that's the question mm. that is the question
1: what a question it is because i feel like um obviously the podcast has a lot of value to us right you've met So many people, um, you have a strong little community. Um, We've gotten a lot of value out of it over the years. But, like, what it means to you is it's a vehicle for expression and connection. It's not – I mean, it can't really be an obligation. That's the thing,
0: you know? Well, and that's the – I think that's the reason why I'm still doing it is because I still like the connection with the audience. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but, like – (laughs) <laughs> I've but then I think about it, I'm like I rarely am on the socials anymore you know like mm-hmm. I, I use Twitter or x whatever you want to call it the most and even then like I'll go like several weeks without really being on at Twitter you know then I'll go through a little sp- spell where I'm on it a lot then I'll be off it and then like I went on uh I hate Facebook I hate <laughs> using it so like I I I try not to ever go on there other than to post about a new episode I went on there today and in the Metallica's Militia group there's just like porn posts <laughs> that I had to delete oh, and I was like I was like it's because I mm. like ignore it you know mm. um and I'm not saying like I need to do the social medias to do the podcast but like you know you got to promote out there and stuff and so then and then I don't know I'm just trying to think of different ways to reinvigorate myself um Uh whether that's due and and i think you know i kind of think like when i started this you know you had to have a facebook you had to have an instagram you had to have um a twitter right and now that's Uh sort of outdated i feel like you know like maybe explore the world of tiktok youtube streaming um you know there's Uh so many different avenues out there now that i I feel like i might just need to Revisit what I'm doing here, nothing else.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's time for your load reload error, you know, your error of experimentation. I already have no uh hair,
0: so I can't really cut it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Lars.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Uh, So, um, (laughs) I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I mentioned this to you because you've. I know sometimes in the past, especially when we get to like the anniversary shows that you joined me for, you're like all right what's a, what lies ahead for the podcast and now that we're kind of at even though this is an anniversary show it's the episode 100 and mm-hmm. uh, I'm just here to say I don't know I don't know for the first time I don't know
1: you know I feel like there's something about 72 seasons like this era where um you you would feel like it would reinvigorate it reinvigorate. You or like everything, but it almost seems like the ship is like running itself, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like there's so much around about it. Yeah. There's like plenty to talk about, but like I it's, was I was Yeah, the need for a metallica podcast is not quite the same, maybe. I, I don't think know.
0: I think that's part of it too. Like I was really excited to come on and talk about like the singles when they were being released, and then when the full albums released. And then once I was out of that was out of my system, I was like, There's nothing else to really say right now. And I, mean, I agree. Metallica yeah. has a weekly podcast where they're talking about the album, where they're talking about the mm, tour. Mm-hmm. And who better to say it than them, you know? Mm, and mm. um, and quite frankly, too, there's no shortage of other Metallica podcasts out there, right? And they've been, uh, over the last year, because of my other commitments, they've been doing it more consistently. And, um, I don't know. I'm kind of... I, 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 I think what it is to, like, Uh, maybe I'm not supposed to say this, right? Because we're like, I'm friendly with all the shows. We've had positive interactions and I've been Mm -hmm. on a couple of them and it's, they've been a couple of the guys been on mine. It's been a real pleasure but, um, always in the back of my head it was always like, I always felt like a little bit competitive. Maybe they didn't Mm -hmm. feel that way but I was a little bit competitive. Like, oh, they got that guy as a guest? Shit, like I want that guy as a guest. Or, um, like oh, that's a really cool idea. I wish I thought of that or then trying to come up with my own thing that hopefully maybe somebody else was like, oh, I wish I thought of that or I wish I got that guess or whatever. And then I just reached a point where like, I don't care anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. And and maybe that's just like me having done this for a while and maturity and, but maybe that's partly too just like, uh, just kind of like lost that part of it, you know, like the competitive Mm -hmm. part of it, which is not a bad thing, but I don't know. It's just a. It's just a lot of different layers and dynamics to it. And uh, I apologize if anybody listening is uh, bored by this part of it, but uh, <laughs> uh, of the episode. But uh, I just wanted to get it out there and say I don't know. If you guys listening have any um, thoughts or whatever, I mean, realistic thoughts. Don't say like, "Oh no, we love your show. Keep recording." If you like, I'm not looking for like sympathy. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Hmm? Like. Um. But the, I think if the show were to stop, um, I would—I I would just have to find a way to keep in touch with, you know, everybody who I've, who I enjoy keeping in touch with from uh, that I met mm-hmm. from the show. But uh, I think you know, the day and age, there's no reason, there's no excuse not to be able to do that with mm-hmm. all the means we have. So um, I don't know. I have to. I just have to decide: Have I said my piece? Yeah. It doesn't mean it can be. It has to be done forever, either. But um, you know, I just don't think uh, there's like you said. I don't know if there's as much of a need for it anymore.
1: Mm. But I mean, ultimately, you've left a hell of a backlog. You know, over a hundred episodes, really.
0: Yeah.
1: And like, they still speak for themselves. Um, still a lot of great interviews, a lot of great moments. The strangeness of lockdown, COVID, yeah. era Metallicast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the,
0: that's when like the crazy live streams were happening before the before they yeah. streamed the concerts and like we did like yeah. the game show talk show
1: stuff and we got yeah. a little wacky with. I'll, I'll never forget the through the through the never recording. <laughs> that one was that one was a hate well not a hate train, a train going for the tracks. <laughs> there were a
0: couple of those live streams we did late and I did drinking games before and and uh it mm-hmm. just was Powered through with Alcoholica my way through it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it made for episodes that probably really made no sense, but um, were fun. They were fun.
1: They were very fun.
0: Um, But um, (laughs) yeah, that's where Metallica stands right now. Just a little update and uh, we'll see where it goes from here. Um, And if I decide, I will say this. If I decide to continue then you're just gonna s- see you know more episodes to come if I decide not to continue um I'm not gonna just like leave it on this note I will come back and at least at least record like a little statement or do a final shebang or something um to end it on like a uh, to, to just to f- i think properly end it um but um we'll see what happens I have some thinking to do I have some planning to do um, if I do stop it, like I said, I want to. I want to do something else. I think um, what that is, I don't know. Whether that will appeal to all the listeners of Metalcast, I don't know. But uh, maybe, maybe if I do something new, maybe I'll have a chance of actually getting a band member on here because they're not coming on a Metallica podcast. That's not the own. They're not. Hmm. They're not doing it. Maybe I will have a chance to talk to a Dave Mustaine who's not coming on a Metalcast, who's not coming on a Metallica branded podcast. I'll tell you that.
2: Mm. maybe mm-hmm, mm-hmm, i mm-hmm. mean this
0: is all speculation but i'm willing to bet his people are not going to say oh Metallicast, yes let's uh, have him go on a podcast <laughs> to talk about metal um mm-hmm. <laughs> um you know so maybe and then there's people outside of metal too that and outside of the metallic world that i would love to talk to you know about different things so um you know i'm not uh or the last several months, I've not even listened... Other than Metallica, I've not really listened to that much metal even. So it's like... I don't mm-hmm. know. I just feel like, you know... Things change. We'll see. We'll see. I'll leave it at that. I won't, I won't keep rambling, but I just... Um, you know, we'll leave it at that.
1: Well, I'm excited to hear some of your specific ideas off-air, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. We can talk. We can talk and... Um,
0: i just i have to i i have a couple ideas i think i have to formulate more and um Mm -hmm. i will say this if i come back with something different though i'm gonna i'm gonna it's gonna be with the mission statement of being bigger and better and uh Mm. and i'm not and i'm not opposed to selling out i will (laughs) i I think i want to make a i think i want to make a few bucks off it because my time is valuable so um Uh, We'll see if any of that stuff is possible. Not that I'm looking to make a living off it, uh, because that's just unrealistic, but you know, Mm. some beer money would be nice. Um, But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, Kristen, thank you for listening to my Mm -hmm. ramble. Thank you for hearing me. out. Thank you for taking the time to make a top 100 Metallica list, and a bottom five list. Thank you for uh, (laughs) being so patient we it took us literally like a month to schedule this um and then a lot of rescheduling and then even going to air tonight it was uh, a lengthy process of <laughs> me dealing with uh technical issues um but i i thank you as always for being
1: such a gracious guest and a
0: and a great friend so thank you
1: likewise thank you for having me on what's got to be like 48 hours of Metallicast at this point. Something <laughs> if you actually end it I'll calculate the exact like time yeah. and yeah. fraction of which I've been on this yeah. podcast. Well, I feel um, like you you well. you've, you've sort of been like a co-host <laughs> more than anything cuz it's mm. like
0: every other episode you're on I feel like. So uh, pra- but practically, practically I just I just know mm. I can always get uh, good conversation with you and um or good shit posting you know. Yeah, yeah, above, all of the above. All of the above. But, both at once. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's always appreciated. Where can everybody find you these days, Kristen? I am on Twitter at Kristen is she, and pretty much on the on the other social networks, same. Yeah. What am I writing about these days? Who knows? I have yeah. no. Actually, I have things in the pipeline. We'll see. All we'll right. see. We'll see. Right. we'll
0: see. Yeah. Mm. And of course, follow Metalcast for all the updates about. The future of the show (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) at Metallica Pod on uh, Facebook. Facebook sucks. Uh, Instagram. I just I suck at using Instagram and Twitter, which is now known as X at Metallica Spod on all three. Shout out to Bison, uh, my favorite one man band for providing uh, my intro music, my entrance music. If I was in the WWE, Um, which I think I'm I think um you know, maybe that's what I need to do. Give up podcasting and at thirty eight years old, uh finally get in shape and try out for the WWE. I think I got about uh, by the time I make it I'll be like fifty. I'll be the first I mean, like, how old was fifty year old making his <laughs> WWE debut in history. How old was DDP
1: when he started? Like forty? He was older, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know the the dream is never totally dead. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah, I feel like Van
0: Halen Dream should be playing right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what dreams are made a of. Where you belong <laughs> in a world that must a strong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a um, I have a tangent for this okay. because you know we have now enough tangents today. Yeah. Um. The 1995 Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. Oh, I know. Is, um, <laughs> yeah, it's not very good. Okay, that they wrote like a quarter of a film and stretched it out to 90 yeah. minutes. But um, if you just go yeah. from the opening and the closing of that film which the opening is the Power Rangers skydiving yes. into a park in Sydney yes. yep. to higher ground by the Red yep. Hot Chili Peppers. Yep. And the end is fireworks over the Sydney Harbor Bridge set to Van Halen dreams. Um, if you just go from the opening, to the closing of that film, it's the best film of all time. <laughs> it is. It's a great soundtrack,
0: man. I'm looking up the soundtrack right now. Yeah. I know we're ending this thing, but fuck you. It's episode yeah. 100. Um, <laughs> The 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 soundtrack is great. It it, we had uh, Hmm. uh, I'm looking for the full track list. Here we go. Come on, it's uh, what? That's not what I want. That's the score. I need the soundtrack. Um, right here. Soundtrack is on Apple Music. That's crazy well but the problem is there's the soundtrack with the score right which I'm uh, not, yeah. which i'm not interested i'm looking for the you know the soundtrack with uh with the hits but yeah it was like uh dreams by van halen higher ground by red hot chili peppers um what was like that uh, what why can't i think of the song um it's it's like a uh, i know this makes for a great podcast right uh us fumbling over the <laughs> the, the uh um power rangers tracklist um <laughs> the power by snap mhm um <laughs> free ride come on and get your free ride free ride everybody was kung fu dancing all on the soundtrack and then they had just had great uh great songs like I I I, I, I alpha song <laughs> i'm not familiar with this maybe i'll have to go and listen to it uh, i think maybe that will be a new podcast just listening to
1: Old soundtracks. <laughs> yeah, all the all the shittiest soundtracks you can find. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Judgment night the podcast. Yeah. Spawn uh,
0: the album. Oh god, yeah. All right. On that note <sighs> Go go Power Rangers. <laughs> and <laughs> until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Bell up your ass. Yeah! Fabs not experts.